Welcome to the Men Made For More podcast, a show designed by men for men looking to get strong, feel confident, and live a high-performing life. As men, we face many challenges as we try and strive for a better life. We want to live a meaningful and confident life, but don't know where to start. You've lost your physical and mental edge that's keeping you from living out your full potential. You're tired of talking about doing big things, and you're ready to start living it. With the Men Made For More podcast, our goal is to teach you how to strengthen your body, your mind, and your purpose on your way to reaching your full potential. It's time to start living as the man you know you can be to help lift up those that matter most in your life. In this podcast, we'll leave no stone unturned as to what it takes to get out of your comfort zone and step into living a strong, confident, and high-performing life. We'll focus on the topics that matter most for helping you develop into the man you were made to be. Our goal is to not only build strong men physically, but to help coach and develop strong friends, sons, brothers, fathers, business owners, and professionals in every area of your life. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Paschkowski, proud husband, business owner, physical therapist, and strength coach with a passion for helping other men strengthen their body, their mind, and their purpose. Wherever you're at in your journey, remember that you're made for more. I'm excited to have you here with us today. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's show. We're talking about steady state cardio, the physical and mental benefits around steady state cardio. So steady state cardio, or commonly known as low intensity steady state, abbreviated, you'll see a lot as L-I-S-S, is popular for those trying to tap into fat stores and improve body composition. However, the benefits go far beyond just the physical improvements that you'll see with something like this. So listen up to today's show to learn how to properly incorporate this style of cardio into your routine and all the benefits that come along with it, both physically and mentally. Steady state cardio, or like I said, LISS, is basically just long, slow, and steady cardio activity. This is typically done through walking, stairs, rowing, biking, or other similar cardio machines. This is not interval training or high-intensity activity. It's meant to be done at a much lower heart rate than people tend to think. And the heart rate ranges that I tend to see on the high end is 65 to 75% recommended, but usually it's much lower than that for a lot of the people with the benefits that they're after. Now, most people either don't implement steady state cardio enough into their routine or they don't do it correctly. And when they fall into this, you're failing to get the full benefits out of it. And there's physical benefits and there's mental benefits that we're gonna talk about today. And I want to talk about the benefits of steady state cardio, as well as the mistakes that people tend to make and how to avoid some of those things. And I I get that this isn't the most exciting style of exercise. This isn't, uh, it's not, it's not anything heroic or flashy. And that's why most people fail to consistently do it. However, it can have amazing physical and mental benefits if you're willing to try incorporating this into your routine. I've had several clients I've worked with that have seen great physical benefits and especially when it comes to leaning up and burning some excess fat. And this was something that we added in without changing anything else at times. So this is something that I know has seen some good results from the people that have tried it. So adding in something like fasted walking, rowing, hiking, biking at low intervals for 30 to 60 minutes. And when this was done properly with good nutrition, helped many clients get over the hump of reaching new levels of fat loss, new levels of getting leaner. And this is because when you, especially in a fasted state, if you have other good nutrition, 
in this low steady state is where we really start to tap into fat burning stores. It's not in the higher end intensities. It's not in those longer Metcon group style, CrossFit style workouts that you're really tapping into fat stores. Now, it's not to say that those aren't valuable. You get a lot of other added benefits. You get a lot of other added uh, hormonal benefits and calorie burning benefits with things like that. But in terms of truly getting into our fat stores, it's this steady state cardio done in a fasted state with other good nutrition that can really help to burn away some excess fat. And another thing to note though is on top of the physical benefits, and when I started doing this myself, I started to realize the mental benefits that are associated with this more and more. The more I got into it and the more I talked to other clients that were doing it, we all noticed the same thing. There's things such as improved clarity, less stress, improved recovery, problem solving, improve focus and energy. Uh, some of these things like problem solving, for example, when I'm having a lot wrapped up in my head, whether that's personally with work, with other things, taking my mind off it through some low steady cardio type activity can really help me break through some of those things that I'm trying to solve inside my head, which is usually not the best place to solve them. I notice in talking to other people too, notice better energy throughout the day, better focus, better recovery, seeing this one worked into a recovery day is a better alternative than simply just sitting on the couch. So it helps with, uh, there's some other physical benefits to helping you recover, flushing out toxins, things that you need to be getting rid of. So if you are interested in doing this, how do you begin to implement this? And what are some common mistakes you should watch out for? So the implementation side of it is actually pretty simple and just choose Choose on some of the following things. Decide what time works for you. While it can be done at any time, your most physical benefits will happen when it's performed in a fasted state. And that's because you're not relying on the food you've consumed to be the energy for the workout. So that's why when done fasted, you can actually get into the fat stores because, uh, because you're relying on your body's own energy versus food that you had maybe a couple hours previously. And if this isn't possible with your schedule, don't let this stop you from getting started. You'll still see benefits from it. Now, if you are trying to maximize those physical benefits, consider trying this after, after a harder training session if you're looking to maximize these things. So think if you have eaten before and you do a hard, more of a high-intensity style workout, and then you do a little steady-state cardio after, you could mimic some of those, those fasted benefits uh, to some degree. This also works well on days that you're not doing other training. So we talked about earlier, this can be great for recovery, although it can be performed before or after training. I like doing this personally on days that I'm not working out. Get out for a long walk. Uh, you can, if you like going to the gym, get on a cardio machine, but definitely not necessary. I like getting out in nature for this. You get some two for one benefits with that, but I like this as kind of an active recovery type of day. So next you need to figure out what type. And this is really up to you. It should be something that you enjoy and that can keep you in your target heart rate zone, which to simplify it, we'll call it 40 to 60% of your max heart rate. So quick little tangent here on how to calculate your max heart rate. Uh, generally speaking, the formula is 220 minus your age. So if you're 30 years old, your max heart rate would be 220 minus 30 would be 190. And I probably made the math harder. Let's say you're 20 years old. So then it would be 220 minus 20 would put you at 200. And then you can multiply that by 0.4 and 0.6 to find your low and high ranges. So in the case of someone with a max heart rate of 200, 
that would be between 80 and between 120. Check my math. I hope I'm not wrong with that. I tried making the math easy, but 80 to 120 is really not as high as people think. So if you're an avid runner that logs a lot of miles, you might be able to get away with something like low and slow running. But for most people, this is too intense and will actually bump you out of that target range. Uh, for most people that go and take a take a light, even a light jog, if you track your heart rate, I bet you're above, so say in that example, your 120 range or whatever that top range is for you. It's, it's easy to get above that. And then you're starting to lose the benefits because you're using different energy stores and different systems that aren't maybe as effective for what you're trying to get out of it. So some pop popular activities that people like to use would be walking. You can do some incline walking or hills if you need a little more of a challenge to get your heart rate up. Climbing up and down stairs works good at a slow, slow rate. Uh, biking, rowing can be other good options. So last thing you figure out how often. And again, there's no magic number and it depends on other factors of how much you're training. But generally speaking, aim to start with one to two times weekly and adjust as you need to. So that being said, once you decide how to do it, when to do it, what are some common mistakes that you need to be aware of that you need to avoid? So I already touched on already. Make sure you're not getting into too high of an intensity. This is something you see all the time that people think they're doing low steady state cardio and their heart rates up around 140, 150. That's good for cardiovascular benefits. And there's definitely benefits across all these things, but for the sake of steady state cardio, for trying to get these physical benefits that we're after, you can't have the intensity too high. If you're having a hard time having a conversation without feeling a little light of breath, it's probably too high of an intensity. Another mistake people make is trying to do it to burn calories. The purpose of this is hormonal. You're trying to get into your fat burning stores, but you're not trying to just burn calories to be able to eat more calories. You're not trying to look at a treadmill that says you burn 250 calories. So now that's the reason that you're seeing more benefits. Now this is more hormonal in nature. This is more digging in those fat stores and think of it more from the back end processes of your body more so than a, a calories in calories out equation. Another mistake is not doing it enough. Whether that's, whether this is not doing it consistently enough, you physically won't see the benefits and you also mentally won't see the benefits that we talked about earlier of better energy, focus, stress, clarity. If you're only doing this sporadically, if you're not doing it consistently enough, it might be seen as boring. It might be seen as um, you might take longer to get into those, those mental benefits. When we talk things like meditation, meditation isn't something you do once and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm completely at peace. It's something that takes time and those mental benefits will as well. And just for reference, I want to say it took me, you know, once I started doing it consistently, it, it probably took me a couple months of doing it once a weekly before starting to settle into a little bit of a better rhythm. Last mistake to avoid, ditch the distractions. So don't, don't jump on a cardio machine and turn on ESPN and start watching that. That defeats the purpose of all those mental benefits. You're not doing this to try and check out. You're actually doing this to try and get rid of some of that stress, to actually process what you're thinking of, to use it as meditation, things that I don't like the formal meditation. If you listen to the podcast, it was either last week or two weeks ago, talked about how training can be meditation. So dish the TV, dish the distractions. Uh, it's okay to, if you're listening to, you know, if you want to use that time to listen to audiobook or a podcast or something like that, that's okay. 
but at times try doing it without it too. Try just getting into your own thoughts. And of course, unless you listen to this podcast, then put that, put that on repeat and, uh, keep, keep it going. But, uh, all jokes aside, don't, don't fall into distractions. You're not trying to do this to tune out and it's not another box to check. This is something that you want to be in tune with and doing intentionally. So to wrap things up, the steady state cardio, this can be an incredible tool incorporated into your routine that can bring both the physical results and mental benefits as well. And it's not necessary for anyone's routine. Don't feel like if you don't have the time to do this, if you're already stretched thin, this isn't something you have to do. This isn't something that's necessary to get to that next level. You'll notice with all these podcast episodes, with all these ideas, these are all the little changes that over time and when uh, cumulative with all the other changes makes such a big difference. None, no one of these episodes or no one of these strategies is going to get you all the way to the next level. There's no secret you're going to hear in one of these things that you haven't heard before. It's just being aware of all these little benefits that add up over time. And this can be one of those things that can provide the extra edge to you. So physical, mentally, getting that progress, that can be well worth the time that it takes to spend the, the 30 or maybe 60 minutes to do this once a week. So if your goal is leaning up some more, dropping fat, or improving mental clarity, energy, performance, better managing stress, then this is some low-hanging fruit that can be easily accessed in your routine. So that's all I got for you today, guys. Thanks for listening in. If you did find it helpful, as always, I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email. Uh, my email's right in the show notes there. Message me on Instagram at iostrengthperformance to let me know of any topics that you either found helpful or that you want to see more of. Again, I appreciate you guys. I hope this was helpful. Hope you guys have an awesome rest of the day and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode of the Men Made For More podcast. I hope you found today's show valuable and that you have some actionable strategies you can apply to your life today. If this is your first time listening, thanks for being here. The aim of this podcast is to provide a ton of the best possible content to help you grow in your journey to becoming the best version of yourself. If you enjoyed the podcast and found it helpful, please make sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review. These subscriptions and reviews help other like-minded men discover the podcast and take the next step in strengthening their body, their mind, and their purpose. If you're a regular listener, I can't thank you enough for investing in yourself in this show. Please make sure to share this with a friend or post on social media and tag me with your favorite part from today's show. If you haven't already, make sure to join the Men Made For More Facebook group to be a part of a community of like-minded men that are elevating their game and living for more by searching Men Made For More on Facebook. Keep challenging yourself, growing, and know that it's okay to get out of your comfort zone and know that you're made for more. Thanks for listening and see you guys soon.